besties. Hi, everyone. Hi, besties. Welcome back. Welcome back to another spectacular hour or something long episode of Unhinged Besties. Today, we are going to talk about what I would say to my younger self as a 20-something. You know what's funny? We're like literally all 24, 25. I'm 25, bitch. Don't you forget. Yes, yeah, we're all 24, 25. But like, I'm turning 25 soon, so I'm just gonna call myself 25. So, but like, we're 25. <laughs> what is like? Who who's our younger selves? Like 16 year olds? Like who? <laughs> I I just mean anything younger than I am now. I think so. Teenage me needs a lot of advice. I feel like teenage. I don't know what I would tell my teenage me. I feel teenage like he was broken. <laughs> Like, teenage me was really like, I guess I'll tell my teenage me like, yo, everything's going to be fine. I would tell my teenage self to literally just like, dip out. (laughs) Please, um, can you please explain? I would be like, just follow your sister. Like, just run away from home like your sister did. It'll give you character development. The character development you learn by staying at home in that household is not great for you later in life. <laughs> I'm still unpacking a lot of trauma. So much trauma. It's not great for me. Like, in my head, okay, this is going to sound very, very weird coming from me that you guys know me now, how I am now. But when I was younger, I was... <laughs> this is really embarrassing. I don't want to admit this, but I'm going to anyway. <laughs> Full disclosure. Um, when I was younger, like, about, like, 17, I was, like, by the time I'm, like, 23, I will at least have one kid, and I will be married. (laughs) (laughs) Which is very, like, weird, because now, as a 25-year-old, I'm, like, I don't want a kid, Unless, like, it's very late in my life. And mm-hmm. marriage is, like, completely off the tables for me. I yeah. don't even think about getting married. Unless so, it's to, like, get married, then divorce, to have a divorce party. Because yeah. that shit's going to go off. Mm. Yeah. My, so, like, my marriage would only be for me to get a visa somewhere. Because I'm sorry, <laughs> like, getting that visa, peace it out. <laughs> <laughs> Where would you go? Where would you go, Ace? I don't know. It would probably be like, yeah, it just, I, I'd probably be somewhere either in Europe or somewhere that I want to live indefinitely. Like, I just don't know if financially I can um, live in Sydney for the rest of my life. So but I'd have I to figure like, that out eventually. Yeah, true. I don't know. I feel like in Sydney, even though the cost of living is high, you kind of get paid okay. It's mostly like I don't ever see myself being with a person for a very long time. Mm. So the only way that I could afford property was to be with someone else. Mm. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want that. <laughs> hey, I'm going to just say, I'm going to put it out there just in case. Um, if you want to go into some kind of like platonic marriage situation with me, I don't really see myself getting married either. So I feel like if we if we pull our money together, we could get a nice place. We could do it. We could definitely do it. Yeah, beat the system. I like that. Oh, what's it called? Like, um, have you seen that article where the seven um friends bought a house together and now they just like live there having a good time? Like, yeah. To me, that's an ideal situation. To be quite honest, I. I really, I I need to have it out with Disney, okay? 
Like, I, <laughs> I love Disney, but, like, y'all set a lot of people up for this, like, fairy tale kind of, like, romance is the ultimate goal. Right. And, and now looking back on it, I'm like, it's really not. Like, I like romance in kind of, like, the way where, like, sometimes I'll overeat cake and then I'll feel sick the next week and then I won't do it again. That's how I feel about romance. <laughs> like, romantic romance, not, like, half platonic romance. Yeah. I do just see myself, like, like knowing who I am now, which is so funny, because I literally thought the same way as you, Tash. Like, <laughs> at some point in my life, I was, like, 25 years old, married, 27 years old, having a kid, this old, like, having a house, rah, rah, rah. Like, at some, like, I think I was about 16, and I was, like, now and then I turned I think I was like after my Europe trip I was like wait a second like I don't have to do any of that and if I'm being really really honest with myself I don't want to do any of that Mm. like I don't have to do it the way that everyone sees like me having a life and I like from that point on I've just like slowly been integrating it into conversation with my family Mm. like Mm. in a joking way So when you finally do it, you're like, you thought I was kidding? Literally, it's like what happened when with I when I moved out. I was constantly telling them, yeah, I'm gonna move out at this age. Yeah, I'm gonna move out at this age. Obviously, I didn't move out at those ages that I said, which is earlier than now. But then eventually, I did move out, and then they were like, it was a bit of a Pikachu face, but also it was like, well, she did say that she's gonna do it, and also she's never been in a relationship, so we can't expect her to be moving out when she gets married because we also have not allowed her to date throughout mm. like any school. What is up with that? Can we talk about like ethnic parents really be out here like you cannot date until you are like fucking 28 and then you get to 28 <laughs> you don't, you're not married and then they'd be like why aren't you married? Exactly. Like, Bitch what? <laughs> My grandma asked me the other day like she was like why don't you have a boyfriend? And I'm like <laughs> You don't what want you me to think? talk the opposite sex. If I told you I'm out here sexually active, you will have a heart attack. Exactly. Which one is it? Thank you. Oh my God. The funniest thing, when I was like 15, my dad sat me down and he was like to me, I have three kids. And he's like, out of all of them, I feel like I have to say this to you. And I was like, what, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And he was like, if you are not married, no kids, by the time you're 35, I'll buy your house. <laughs> And now I'm like goals of goals. Is that is that offer still open? Because I feel like it's still open. <laughs> I'm ready to get that house. You thought that you could, you were jokingly saying this to me. No, <laughs> I'm not getting married and I'm not having kids. <laughs> Once my dad was like to me, because I said it again, because I say it all the time, you know, subliminal messaging, you know. Um, I was like, I'm not going to have kids. Everyone else can have kids. I'm not going to. And then my dad was like, you're going to be really like lonely when you're old. And I'm like, do you think, like, I'm no offense to my parents. I love them. And yes, I will, you know, talk to them when they're old. But do they think that I'm going to be around them constantly when they're old? Like, not constantly, obviously. But like, you know, I think they, for a long time, they expected me to be the person who would look after them in their Mm. old age. Mm. and now I'm very much the opposite of that it's probably going to be one of my brothers and my younger siblings that's literally like I feel like that that's my whole entire relationship with my mom like as soon as she realized that I was like I was the least person to think of to like look after her she moved on to my brother from me 
<laughs> because she conditioned me to get ready to take care of her as she gets old. And then I'd always drop hints and I'd be like, no. <laughs> like, you're not going to be living with me. Yeah. Isn't it weird how, like, parents be, like, expecting you to take care of them at their old age? Because, like, you owe them because they fucking raised you. But I'm like, I re- like, my mom said something like this to me one day. I was like, first of all, she's like, I gave you everything you ever wanted. I was like, I remember I wanted a fucking princess bed. I never had one. <laughs> I never got one. I remember I'm I wanted to saying that bike. I'm gonna put my Where parents in the home. You know what I mean? Mm. But like, I just don't think that they're going to be the type of parents that will like they'll they'll have a house. Obviously, like we as children will fund it, but we're not. I don't think we're the type of people to like have them live in home. No, no, maybe no, no. my so like, It's literally not ingrained in us. <laughs> it's not. It's mm. not gonna be me because I don't even know where I'm gonna be living every few years. You know what I mean? I'm not the person you want to be having to live with. Yeah. No, I can't see any of my family members wanting to live with me outside of my dad. But my dad is like planning to move to the Philippines. He's like. Once I'm ready, I'm going, fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, dad, at least teach me how to make Filipino food before you leave. (laughs) Please. Oh my gosh. That'd be so cool. I would love to just learn how to make it, even though I'd probably never eat it because I can't. Um, (laughs) I just think it would be fun to learn how to make other cuisines. Watching my dad cook is so cool. Yeah, dude, I love watching... I love because like Korean food is like my favorite cuisine. So I just watch like Korean women cook shit on YouTube. Like I have oh. like I just watch them. Like I'm like oh my goodness. I'll be, I remember back when I wasn't eating at all. <laughs> um, I would be craving, the dark days. Yeah, I'll be craving things. So I'll go on YouTube and then watch them like eat it. Instead <laughs> <laughs> of like, watching mukbangs, she like has donuts and she smells them and she's like I can't. I can't eat them, but isn't it so lovely to smell them? <laughs> Literally. Oh my god! Like that was me. Like I was really living in the trenches. Like I was starving myself. I could not eat anything. But I'm just like watching these fucking dudes like just eat a bunch of food on YouTube. I'm like, oh, that looks so delicious. <laughs> I had to stop doing it because like I would, it would just make me go and eat even if I was. <laughs> Oh man, I feel like I have my I have my appetite back, so that's good. That's oh my goodness. Before it's just, and you know what's so fun? I, like now that I have my appetite back, it's so good. Like because I I would get super hungry, yeah. But back then when I would get that super hungry, I wouldn't eat still. But now I would be get super hungry, and then I'll finally get food. The way I'd be eating that shit, it mm. just it's like oh my god, the way I devour it, it's just amazing. That was literally me today when I got that egg waffle. Like, literally, I looked at it. Five seconds later, it was gone. And I was like, where did it go? (laughs) Like, and I I (laughs) eat so fast. And, like, and then I stop. Like, I get the hiccups when I eat super fast. Yes! Oh, my God, the hiccups. And then you still continue eating. And you're like, why am I still hiccuping? And then afterwards, you, like, still hiccup for, like, about five, ten minutes. And then it goes away. Yeah, you just, I take a sip of water. (laughs) Like, anyways, relax and go back to like eating oh my god the other day my dad went to use like his other dining dine voucher mm-hmm. and then he's like to me i told them to give you the big container because he was like i said to them my daughter likes to eat a lot and then i was like why would you out me like that dad <laughs> what if it is cute like no like because the restaurant is like really close to my house and I go there sometimes so like me and the lady like that works there 
her name what was her name it starts with p i forget it because i haven't been there in a while but anyways we used to have these really long chats and i'm like if it was her she's gonna know who i am and she's gonna be like does she know your dad yeah because me and my dad would go in the store together okay yeah yeah it's fine you're so tiny she's not gonna think anything of it bro i'm not tiny anymore um i'm 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 she's still still fit (laughs) yes because the thing with me is when i gain weight i don't gain extra waist space it just goes like outwards it goes like forward rather than this way actually my hips go this way but my stomach goes this way so from the front it looks great from the side it's just not a yeah yeah you know those um those little i don't know what they're called but on like um men in black the like things Mm. along antenna when they turn to the side they kind of look pregnant that's me but i'm completely (laughs) okay with that because i find myself really attractive like, even the other day, I was looking at myself naked, and I'm like, I don't mind this extra weight gain. I look cute, like. Titty's mm. getting fat. I feel, I feel like I'm the only person that doesn't like being naked. Like, I don't look at myself when I'm naked. <laughs> Not that I don't think I look good. I just don't like it. I'm just like, it's so odd, like, because I'd be lanky. <laughs> like like it makes no fucking sense like i have like big shoulders but super skinny legs and like if there's no if there's no is there no if there's no some sort of clothing on i don't like the way i look like i could wear lingerie and think i look cute but if i'm just 100 naked i'm like some weird stuff is going on here it's like i have like i'm like is this my body this movie going on i'm just like what the fuck is this this don't make sense sometimes certain clothes i do feel like i look better in it than out of it so i'm like hmm this just puts it in a way that looks really nice and good yeah but then like taking it all off i'm just like oh yeah that's right but then again i'm just kind of like oh well it is what it is you know something that i like advice i would give to my younger self is like just stop being so like you i just needed to read i just needed to do my research a lot earlier because i was not taught so much about physical bodies like in school that i just became um like so depressed in how i looked my acne like you know stretch marks i got all of this shit way before it was even like i got this shit from like primary school so seeing as it was so early like i wasn't learning about it then you go into high school you don't really learn about things like stretch marks or like cellulite or um you know acne but you see it happening in people eventually but when you're someone who went through puberty like from 10 years old it's just kind of like a lot so you think there's something wrong with you and eventually I also got this thing where I needed like male validation obviously Mm. like I think we all go through a stage where that happens and something clicked in my brain when I um (laughs) lost my virginity like I was like wait a second like these men do not care that much like I'm actually really hot um and why am I sitting here wanting to be validated by them when they would literally just fuck anything like it doesn't matter a McChicken burger even Mm. (laughs) they fuck weird things should I get get Maccas (laughs) you you should you should get Maccas you know the funny thing I ate like a couple of hours ago doesn't matter if your body is craving it get it for yourself that's my new outlook on life like if I'm craving something I'm not gonna say no to myself because I've spent a lot I hate I hate paying for shit I don't like that true but but like I don't know. I've just been giving in to a lot of my cravings lately. That's good. And I'm just like, you know what? If I were to die in like a couple of years, 
at least I enjoyed myself. Like, I did whatever the fuck I wanted to. And I got all the food that I wanted to. Can I ask you a question? Are you, like, very enthusiastic about food? Because I, like, the the more I've been hanging around people, I am not that enthusiastic about food. Like, if I buy something, I feel like that's you and me. When we buy something and it doesn't taste good, I have no problem just, like, putting it to the side and not eating it. And I don't even get that mad. But I know people who generally get upset when they order something that and it's not very good or they will fight through it and get their money for it. <laughs> no, I'm, like... What I've learned about myself is I'm not that enthusiastic about food, but I do have a lot of cravings. And once the cravings have been satisfied, I don't really care. Like if something tastes really bad, even though I was craving it for a long time and I was like, oh my God, I really want this. I'll just be like, okay, like whatever. I'm not going to be like, oh my God, that was so gross. You know, I don't, I don't crave things that I don't like though. So like, no, if you, don't, you don't see me out here craving donuts. No, but you know, like, when you get like what you were craving and then it doesn't taste as good as you were hoping, like the chef was off well, that day or something. Yeah. I'm, I don't get angry about it. I'm just like, okay, at least I'm eating. Like that's my outlook now. Yeah. Cause before, like I, I've always had a very weird relationship with food. Like that's what I would tell my younger self. Like, stop thinking of food as something that may harm you <laughs> like because I used to like whenever I ate food I felt bad about eating it because I was like big like I was I was like the chubbiest person in my like primary school probably and that just makes you feel like because like everybody around me was eating like normal stuff and I was that kid like in primary school asking my mom and dad to bring me mac <laughs> And then, and and then like, the thing is, when I was a child, which still happens occasionally, like, as an adult, because my dad just, like, spoils me too much, but as a child, because I was the youngest, they just really did whatever I wanted. Like, if it was, and because, like, in my primary school as well, like, my house was opposite the school, so I would just walk through the back gate and be in school. Yeah. Yeah. So if, like, I knew that my mom was home... I would be like, get me my fist, bro. <laughs> That's pretty cool, bro. <laughs> and then, like, people would come and ask me for my fries, and I would get so mad. I'd be like, I'd be like, I literally had to beg my parents for this. And you're out here trying to steal some of my fries. I love how you're like, oh my god, do you want to share this? <laughs> you know, you know, I remember, like, I don't mind sharing, but I remember, like, Especially like now when somebody like I would offer them food, but then they were like, no, no, thank you. I was like, good. I didn't want to share. Like I was just straight up. <laughs> I was being polite. I did not want to fucking share at all. And it's rarely that I don't want to share. Rarely. I used so to have funny. this thing, you know, like in school when people would say that if you share drinks that you would like get an infection or something. I don't know if you did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um. It wasn't until, like, I was, like, 19 that I started, like, actually, like, not minding if people shared my drink. Before that, if somebody even touched my drink, I'd be like, yeah, you can have it now. I remember that was a huge thing, yeah. I did not know what that was about. Like, even sharing food, in a couple, like, Yeah, it was can't. really, like, prevalent. It was kind of an outbreak for a while when we were young. And I don't know why it... Is it still as prevalent in, like, primary schools and stuff? Like... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we got a... Maybe we got vaccinated. 
we did get vaccinated. We yeah. did. No, can oh. I just, like, I didn't even know what the fuck that was about. I just, like, people just wouldn't share the thing. I just thought that's not something you're supposed to do. And I just went with it. Did I know why? No. I didn't give a shit. I was just like, okay, fine. I guess that's the thing we're doing now. And you I just went like, with it. I didn't want to share anyways. Fuck you. Guys. Oh, like, it's my, <laughs> fine. My drink, my rules. Okay. Yeah. In, in our culture, like, if, like, I, if I am offering to share something with someone, like, I genuinely want them to have it. Mm. And, like, I'm, like, hey, you want, because I think maybe it's not even a cultural thing. Maybe it's more so, like, the You're way generous. that I was raised, it was um, that, like, you never ask for anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even if you really, really, really want it, never ask for it. Because Oof. even if I asked for it, then I was a burden. Oh. <laughs> And so I just ended up like never asking for stuff, even if I was uncomfortable, because I never wanted to seem like I was um, a burden on anyone. Mm. And then, so I guess I've just kind of conditioned myself into being like wanting to force people to have stuff that I have, because I'm like, I don't want you to say no out of politeness. I want you to like take it. So I know that like, you know, you're doing it. I don't know how to explain it. Because you want me to have some? Is that what you mean? Yeah, like, I want you to have some because, like, you know, you might be lying to me when you say that you don't want any. So have some so I can feel (laughs) good about the fact that it's, like, you know, you're not being just being polite. I think another thing that I would tell my younger self is, like, to not be ashamed of my body hair. Mm. Because I have really hairy arms. I've been told that I have really hairy arms as well by, like, my like high school boyfriends. Oh, <laughs> so I didn't cool. know who the fuck is that loser to talk? <laughs> Wasn't he out here playing fucking fake contact lenses? Like no, <laughs> no, not the fake contact lenses. Yes. Oh yes. my god. No, like but, I'm sorry. It's so terrible. Like yeah. I'm sorry. Like it's like what's that word? What is that European standard review has a choke on you it so bad? I hope it kills you one day. Like I really do. <laughs> like and to the point where like at one point I was like I should shave my arms because like even in primary school people would tell me that I was hairier than an average girl (laughs) and I don't even know what that means like even now I'm like what does that even fucking mean because like I think it was because in my primary school as well there was a lot of like I lived in like a white suburban place so like all of their hair was kind of like blonde and stuff so you couldn't really Mm. see it but like Mm. my hair is brown like dark brown and on my skin, like, you can see it. Yeah. And I'm just, like, I don't know why hair is such a big thing to people, especially, like, on women. I'm like, why does it, what does it matter? Like, I was born with hair. Mm. I remember the first time someone told me that they shaved their arms, and I was so confused. I was like, why? And she's like, I just got really hairy arms, and I just like it that way. And I'm like, I don't know that you having stubbly arms are better than you having hairy arms because that's what it looks like it looks like you have stubble on your arms now like but like not in a mean way I never obviously said that to her (laughs) (laughs) but in my mind I was just like hair on arms is supposed to be there like all hair on your body so to me like seeing arms without hair is more weird than seeing arms with hair how did we learn this idea that it's like so taboo for certain parts to be like it's very much brought on by the patriarchy obviously but like at what point do we learn that and how do we learn it and why are we learning it so young it's just the media bro i think i think it's like how you perceive the media like because because you just see everything and like Mm. you like beauty standards are just shown to you it's like marketing 
you 24 fucking seven. You don't even know it, but you see it. You see it on your TV. It's like, I remember when I was a kid, because like all the TV shows, there were only white girls on TV. Mm. So it was just odd. I remember the first, I remember I started watching Doctor Who because Martha was in it. And I became a fan of Doctor Who because of Martha. Like I literally watched it, like I literally scavenged the internet because I loved movies and TV shows when I was younger, especially. And every time I saw a black girl, I was there. And like the black girls were light skin anyways, but I'm like, I'll take what I can get. (laughs) (laughs) These crumbs, I'll take them. Like, like the Wings Club, Aisha was the only black girl there and I didn't even give a shit. I was like, well, she's black, I'm black. She's my favorite character. Oh my God, I this love the Wings Club. That's it. <laughs> like, I, I didn't give a shit about anybody else, which is, but like, when I think about it now, my favorite character, just aesthetically, is definitely, I forgot her name. Is her name Stella? The one with the- Stella, yeah. The yellow, like yeah. the one with the sun powers? Like, that bitch is me. <laughs> I think I know the one with the, like the blonde hair or- She's 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 blonde and she's like super cute and she dresses really cute and she has like, like green outfit. Like, oh my goodness, let me No, it is Stella. It is Stella. It is, is Stella. Stella. It is Stella. Anyway, Stella was so fucking cute. Like every time I look at Stella, I'm like, I wanna dress like you, babes. Like oh she's so cute. Like she's I literally like everyone in the Wings Club was just iconically dressed, you know? Yeah, you know they were so hot. Oh, was it the Wings Club? Is it is it oh is it the Wings Club? Is that the one that is it then there's like five members? I remember, yeah, that and then they had fairy like, wings. They were the fairies, and then the other people were like the technology people. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Stella. Apparently. Stella was the main bitch. This girl. Yeah, I remember Stella. She was a baddie. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, I love the way all, she dresses. Apparently, all of the way that they like um, costume design, it was done by actual like fashion designers, like from all over mm-hmm. the world, collaborated mm-hmm. and like. You know, they came up with the designs of their clothes, and I was like, oh, "That is so cool!" Oh and like, gosh. I feel like everything in there is very iconic to the point where, like, it it's like timeless. You can wear yeah, it at any sometimes, point. Sometimes, till this day, like when I don't have anything to wear, I'll go on my Pinterest board and look at like the Wings Club and just recreate some of their outfits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like what would Stella wear? That's me like, with the doll. Like, if it wasn't like Stella taught me, I could like put pink, green and red together come on i didn't know i could do this <laughs> i really like that and fucking red i was like and there was white i swear to god i bought this i did this whole outfit the other day i'm just like i can't wait to wear this out <laughs> like this it's gonna totally be on a bunch dates like you guys you're not ready for the way i'm gonna look every fucking time we go on brunch because it's oh my god i cannot wait this is so i cannot wait I'm literally ready. i've been so deprived from both of your like outfits that when I see you, I might actually drop dead on the floor. Like, Every day. I'm, I'm not even kidding. I wore the, I wore a dress last week at home and my mom was like, because I was just going to the park and she was like, are you getting dressed up because you haven't dressed up in a while? I was like, yes. But it was just a <laughs> fucking dress. Like I wasn't, it wasn't even cute. I wore a dress with sneakers. Like, you know, I'm, and which was, which is always, it was my signature before. But once lockdown's over, like girls, I'm walking around with a full face every day. Honestly, same. I have like a few more weeks to get my eyeshadow game down. Yeah. I mean, did I, I feel like I also learned to do my eyeliner properly. Like, oh my God. I was like, if you have hooded eyelids, let me show you how to do it. And I was like, yes. Yes. I've seen that Mm -hmm. on TikTok. Yeah. I literally saw her on TikTok and I don't even follow her. I feel like Nikki Tutorials is the only white bitch I watch like ever. 
like she's the only white girl I I, I don't I'm not subscribed to her but I mm. actively go and watch her videos not because there's a scandal or anything just because I want to and I think she's really good at doing her makeup like she's actually so like when I see this bitch do her like eyeshadows I was like how did you do that it looks so perfect it's always so nice and blended I know I she does it so fucking well. I can't wait to wear color again because I feel like I've had to wear a lot of like when I'm doing um, makeup, I've had to wear a lot of like neutral colors. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I've got a lot of colorful palettes that I need to use. I have so many, but like, I don't know if I'm over colors though. Cause like, la- like end of last year and now, <laughs> have you ever seen me wear fucking, like remember when I used to wear like crazy eyeshadows every single time I'm out? But now it's just been brown and black. I feel like once we're out of lockdown, you're going to be like, nobody's seen me for a while. Let me fucking... I think I really should do a like, yellow. Because I, like, I started doing that whole 90s fashion thing and all the 90s, because like, I don't know, I started looking at photos of Naomi Campbell in like in her runway days and she never wore color. And I, and I just love the way she dressed. So I would always imitate her looks and I really like it. And there was no color. And I, I would wear like black lip liner and then just lip balm. And I don't know, that looks so good on me. And that's all I be doing. I mean, it's a very good classic look. And like, you know, when you look back at photos that like of it, it's always going to look good. It's more so I, I just spent so much money on color. They mm. better be used on my eyes at some point, you know? Yeah. yeah. So many people I have gifted me eyeshadows. eyeshadows and I, I I haven't used them, baby. Like, I don't know how to do my eyeshadows. I think eyeshadows. I gave you one. I don't remember. I gave you one. I don't yeah, you what did. What was it? It was... um. Was it Morphe? Yeah, it was a Morphe one. That's the only one that I've, like, ever used out. Okay. Because, like, there's a lot of, like, neutral colours. I wasn't very, like, I didn't want to experiment with colour. Like, I was like, no. But <laughs> because I'm like... I think I remember getting it for you because it was neutral colours. It wasn't crazy. And I remember you... I don't know. I think you wanted to use a little bit more colour. But it was just, like, he's a starter pack. <laughs> yeah. I'm literally scared of colour, babes. Like... <laughs> the starter pack for you <laughs> like once my hair is brown i feel like i would do more eyeshadow but right now i'm like my blonde hair is enough color for me it's <laughs> 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 enough color for me this is so funny because this this like me back like like a year two years ago it's like green hair crazy eyeshadow <laughs> all right let's go let's hit these <laughs> mm. oh my God, i can't do anything that. with my hair so Unless it's like my fringe, so feel like no, the out- to be honest, a your hair is fucking perfect. Like I know, like if I had your hair, babes, I literally the way you would see me naked everywhere, like just my hair covering me. <laughs> I don't need clothes. Literally, is it's so long and curly. I love curly hair. Me too. Like I love curly hair. It's cute. I like it's. I need to figure out what I'm putting in it again to heal it which is so funny to think because hair is dead but the the ends are still not quite there yet but then I was looking at photos of me from like ages ago and my hair used to be frizzy like it used to be frizzy and it took a really really long time for it to get to the curl that I had just before lockdown Mm. and so now that I've heat damaged it again the bottoms are going straight which I'm like not loving but I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure out how to fix my ends again. And then it's all going to be the way that I liked it before. You can't cut it. You can't trim it. I already trimmed it though. That's the thing. Like Ooh. I trimmed it. 
when it was straight. So I'm like, mm, no more cutting off the hair anymore. <laughs> I have this weird thing where I think that if I cut my hair, because it's so related to my dad's, like, you know, funeral, which is it's a whole process in itself. I have this weird thing that if I cut my hair, like all of my hair too short, that I think that my dad might pass away. Oh, okay. So I'm just like, no, not going to cut it too short. Going to wait for his, um, his eventual death in the long future from now. And then I'll pay my respects by cutting it, you know? Yeah. Just cutting the fringe when I get sad. <laughs> just the fringe, just the bangs. I really like your bangs. Like your like curl bangs, like yeah. curly curtain bangs. Whatever curly you bangs. Those are it they really are you know what guys i've realized like i've realized this ages ago but i'm gonna put it out to the universe now i've realized that a lot of like my identity crises in the form of like doing stuff to my hair isn't actually an identity crisis but more so i have a crush on someone and then i want to emulate their look can i ask you with the blonde hair because the last time you had a crush on someone the bitch was blonde is that Oh no. Like, I was thinking really hard. Like, since I've, like, taken a step back from too much, like, social media, I've been really, like, reflecting on myself and all of these, like, major changes I've done to myself to, like, look, I guess, like, to look much less than much less like my younger self. And I don't know why I want to distance myself so much from my younger self. I think it's because I hate her. Like, I'm like, ew, you were such, like, a soft little bitch, like... I do have yuck. a lot of problems with my younger self. I have a lot of problems with her, how angry I was. Like, it was justified a lot of the time, but I was angry. <laughs> me too. People used to say, like, especially my family, they told me that I was a conniving little heartless B-word because I had a... I had a lot of like anger issues and I was very manipulative. Like I look back at my younger self now and I'm like, you were like gaslight. That's literally all oh, you were. You literally my whole family. <laughs> <laughs> and oh the kids god. at school. Like I remember oh, oh my god, this is really like okay. Like d- don't change the way you look at me. But <laughs> I used to literally like line up some people from my primary school and like ask them to play a play a game with me and i would just like slap them the hardest that i could on their face or like literally any part of their body that they would let me hit god and if they hit you really hard what would happen like i would just hit them they weren't allowed to hit me um what the (laughs) fuck (laughs) i mean i can't say shit because my mom and i had to have like to do that i told you i was like i was a manipulator like I knew how to manipulate people in a way that they would let me do stuff to them, even though it would might hurt them. I, like, convinced this girl to walk into a tree and then she got a bleeding nose. Cause... My God, bitch, you were evil. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, my, my siblings used to fear me because I would hit them if they didn't do what they were told. Mm-hmm. And it got to, a, like, it got to a point where my mom literally had to beg me to stop hurting my siblings they're all they're all boys yeah um but i like didn't i didn't do it as much because they just learned to fear me to do what i was saying like and then it got to a point where they were really rebellious and eventually i was just like i don't care anymore i don't like being around anyone and now we're back at a point where we're like yeah look we can chill so how old were your brothers like what was the age gap before when um the age gap between 
me and the one that's close to me is like three years and then it's five years it's only those two really because we were it was all of like us three for a really long time and then my younger brother by the time the one after those two came I wasn't doing it anymore I had compromised with my parents (laughs) so funny like I was I never hear my siblings I think because my parents just like did not allow that to happen like we weren't allowed to fight as kids my parents don't allow it to happen now but you know I was made to like parent them from a young age so I was left alone with them quite a lot and I I think that it, it sounds really psychotic like saying it like the way that I am <laughs> but it's not like I was actively out here trying to hurt them because I enjoyed hurting them no. it was more so I was like you know maybe because like like your parents and the way that I learned yeah how to make people listen especially children was to hit them because that's how I was treated you know what I mean like if I didn't listen if I so much as like you know messed up in any way I was um hit and I feel like little kids especially in primary school you all kind of like be mean to each other it's just like something that you do I was never mean verbally to people but I would just be like let me hit you. <laughs> when I was in high school and I found out that people actually like their siblings, I was dumbfounded. <laughs> See, I started liking my siblings in high school. Only one of them. The rest of them, I like don't like them or I don't hate them. Like it's just middle ground for me. I'm not going to lie. The one person, one, my youngest sister, Viola, I used to hate, like me and Viola, like we're cool now, but like I think we had a discussion one time and it was like, do you know, when, when we were younger, I hated the shit out of you. She's like, I hated you too. Like, we did not like each other at all. Like this girl, like we, cause we shared the same bed and she would get, like, we didn't share the same bed. We shared the same bedroom and we had two different beds and sometimes she would get scared. So she would jump in bed with me and she had the audacity to pee on my bed. Like I would wake up in the morning and it's, I'm wet and it's hot. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like my, my mattress was filled with pee marks because Viola kept coming to my bed and peeing on it. Oh my gosh, that's so Like I would wake up in the morning and she's just sleeping on the other side and there's pee everywhere. And I was like, fuck me. And it got to the point where every time we'd go to bed, I'm like, go pee, just go pee. And I, maybe that's, that's maybe that my ability to wake up like so quickly came from. Because like, dude, now if you, if you open my door, I'm awake. Like I could be sound asleep. You open my door, I'm awake. I wake up to a bird fucking just chirping three blocks away. I don't know how you do that. I literally like, I'm dead when I'm sleeping. Like I'm a brick. I remember when we shared a bed together and this bitch is fucking <laughs> our alarm clock was like in the living room. The door was closed. <clears throat> and I'm like, Tash, turn up your fucking alarm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro. Okay. So <laughs> I'm like a dead ass sleeper. Like I sleep like a zombie. You're lucky you didn't sleep with me a year before that because I've been told that before that I was like out here fingering myself in my sleep. So. <laughs> <laughs> At least I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Yo, who fucking witnessed you fingering yourself in your sleep? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> it, 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 it was a you bring it up and you're like, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. She brings it up and she's like, I don't want to talk about it, you guys. I don't it was, know. it was somebody that um that I used to like let sleep over my house as yeah. like we like we would have sex and then sleep. Apparently, the sex was not enough for me because I used to. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't good enough. Like it just didn't hit the spot. I got to do it myself in my sleep. Even <laughs> it was subconscious. I was unconscious and I just needed to finish the job. 
when I heard that I did that, I stopped sleeping over people's houses. Because I used to sleep over people's houses, like, a lot. And then when I found out that I did that, I was like, wow, like... What, what if people think that I'm like a sex freak or something? Because even in my sleep, I'm out here like figuring. It's so odd. Like the like you just I've heard of sleepwalking, sleep fingering. It's beyond me. <laughs> I used to sleepwalk as well. Like when I was younger, I don't know how I grew that out of that. I sleptwalk into like our laundry where we used to keep my dogs like to sleep. Mm. I sleptwalked and then I slept in my dog's bed, and they were forced to sleep on the tiles because I was a bitch <laughs> <laughs> and slept in their bed. I love how you're just like to the dogs like get the fuck out of the way bro you gotta, you gotta that's sleep. so funny <clears throat> yeah th- there's a whole bunch of shit I used to do in my sleep I think I would tell my younger self that it gets better like I stopped doing weird shit in my sleep that's I, what like, I, I have to tell my younger self anything like be kind which I feel like I have done that now like be kind but also I think to be honest I feel like I've just learned my shit throughout the way like I remember I used to stress about things that don't even matter like I used to have like a diary like I used to write all the time and recently I read that diary and like the dumb shit that used to stress me out like it's so fucking small and I'm like I can't believe I was stressing over this I cannot believe it I was this was what's stressing me out back in 2015 2016 I was just like it's gonna be okay like I feel like throughout the years I've just learned that I'm like yo like I don't want to jinx it but I feel like I'm a very lucky person and things always turn out fine for me like no matter how bad it is I'm just like it's gonna be okay like things always just work out at the end I do not I've said this many many times and I feel like every time I say it, maybe it'll jinx it but it hasn't happened yet so I'm just like <laughs> relax bro it's not that serious no matter what happens it's not that serious it will be fine that's the mm-hmm. one thing I'm gonna go with forever <laughs> You're just like, I've lived a very blessed life. I don't know about you folk. I don't know about you folk, but I've been touched by the Lord. <laughs> you are God's favorite. I feel you I really are. Like I don't know. Things just, it's fine. It's because, like, I feel like you haven't done anything really horrible. So none of your karma has come back to, like, bite you on the ass. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what horrible shit have you guys done, truly? I used to terrorize kids, bro. <laughs> I've terrorized the male species as a whole as well. I have terrorized my mom as well, but she terrorized me as well. So I think that's half the time. You know, (laughs) my mom ingrained into me like if you do something bad to somebody, somebody like something bad will happen to you. And I feel like she cursed me with that. You know, she would always say. Like, the way you treat your mom, something bad is going to happen to you. My mom says that to me sometimes. But, like, the way she's like, the way you guys treat me, I hope one day you have kids that are just like you and just will, so you will know what it's like. <laughs> and I'm like... I'm always saying that, though. I just I'm like, like, I don't even treat you like, that bad. I'm going to have kids, so... I was like, I don't treat you that bad. Oh, but I do believe in karma, though. Because one time I did something bad and then I got a ticket. And I was like, this is okay. This is fair. Like, I was literally like, this is fair. fair. Like, literally 20 minutes later, I got like a $200 fine. And I was like, this is completely fine. <laughs> I, I wasn't mad. My karma. I was like, I, this is completely fine. I deserve it. But yeah. yeah. I oh. don't know. I hope karma is real. There's a lot of people out there. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't want karma for me, but for other, you other folk. You other folk I feel like sometimes it does happen to like your, not your enemies. Like, if somebody does you wrong, though. I really, like, you know how people say the best revenge is living better? And I, I really, truly believe that. I believe that as well. But also, I don't know what living better means to me. You know mm. what I mean? Like, I know what it means to other people sometimes because they'll tell me. 
But like when I think about it myself, I'm like, I'm very comfortable right now. The way (laughs) I say living better is whatever you're doing, it's better for me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I love saying this. Like, I feel like I am a naturally competitive person, Mm. but I just display it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I played Uno with you, bitch. Like, <laughs> like I be com- like, like sometimes I'm comp- like competing with people for no fucking reason. It's not a competition, but in my head, I'm like, it is. Like, it's not a competition at all, and I know this. But in my head, I'm like, I gotta fucking win. <laughs> in my head, like I avoid competition at all costs when necessary. But then when someone's doing like. For example, at work, when they're like doing better than me or they're getting more praise than me, I'm just like, what did they do that I didn't do? Whereas my <laughs> also, it's like, if you care about it, because sometimes there's some things that I don't give a shit about and I'm like, okay, next. But like, if it's something I care about, oh, I'm fucking fighting. Mm. I think advice that I'd also give my younger self would be in regards to employment, like eventually you'll figure out that there's no job in this world that you really ever want. So just do something that'll like make you a good enough amount of money that you can get a good sleep schedule mm-hmm. and that, you know, like you can hang out with your friends and family. Like that's it. That's all you really need because work in itself is never going to give you satisfaction. Um so maybe to work towards something like that because the way that I really thought that events would be it for me like I really really thought I'm gonna love events like you know a combination of this and that and then I came into events and yes it was thrilling but then it wore my physical and mental health down so much that like now I kind of think like it's probably led into some of my toxic behaviors where I like have to have something like messy and like um constantly going for me to feel something now in like jobs where I'm like it's taking all of the boxes I live close to it it pays me well enough I can eat rah rah rah. I'm like not satisfied because I just don't think there's enough and I'm like this this is probably like leeching into my relationships and stuff like if it's not um, chaotic (laughs) yeah if it's not chaotic then I'm just like this is boring like girl we had the same brain <laughs> but like, like i feel like isn't relationship and jobs different though because you literally do need a job but you don't need a relationship no but i mean just in general like i feel like me and abe both have this thing where like if things in our life are too stable or like kind of like middle ground we feel comfortable it kind of get it kind of releases this like flight response where it's like I need to run to something that's going to cause me harm whether it be yeah. emotional like financial I need whatever. to feel something like I really just need to feel like I like <laughs> something other than calm yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah. okay that's really that's very that's that's odd shit that's some odd stuff. and this is why we both need to get tested Tash <laughs> we need to get a diagnosis no but literally okay so I've spoken to this to like many people. You need to find the correct therapist because some of these people and like psychiatrists and stuff, they don't really want what's best for you. Like, <laughs> I like I don't even want what's best for me. But sometimes they'd be giving me advice, and I'm like, this is, this doesn't seem in my best interest. Like, what kind why of are you saying this? Like, is it like completely t- like like if you look at it from a different angle, could it be good or is it just 100% bad advice? I feel like it's bad advice. Like, I remember um, I was telling one of my psychiatrists about my relationship with my mom. And they said to me, they were like, maybe if you just considered your mom's feelings a little bit more, 
<laughs> she she might not treat you in that way and I was like but I've considered my parents feelings for like majority of my life so I don't understand how that could improve our relationship or like even with like thing like some of it has been good don't get me wrong like therapy has been really good for me but it's also like just about finding someone that you're comfortable with and somebody that is gonna say mm. you straight like be like I can see that you're doing this in a way that's like harmful for yourself and instead of them just being like stop doing that they're like slowly give you ways to like wean yourself off it instead of like completely not doing it because then yes. you'll experience this kind of like withdrawal that's kind of like what's up I like, need to no. fucking do something to mess up my life. <laughs> Can I ask, like, when you go to therapy, do they tell you what to do or do they give you suggestions? So I've had several different people talk to me and some of them would give me, like, straight out, just be like, you need to do this. And when I did do their suggestions that were, like, very, like, complete opposite to how I usually act, like, after I did it, my brain just kind of, like went numb for a little bit because I was like I don't know what this is I don't know if I'm comfortable so I just shut down did but it work I, or not like the advice it didn't because it put me in a very uncomfortable situation because I yeah. only recently realized that I don't like confrontation a lot like when yeah. it's to do with like friendships or like relationships or just people that I value or like yeah. that people that are like authoritative figures to me like yeah yeah and like saying no to people I used to have a really hard time saying no to people which is why I like used to work 60 hours in hospitality per week oh my gosh same <laughs> yeah but like when I slowly did it it was fine but when they were just like straight up just set your, your fucking boundaries like quit your job I was like I don't know if I can do that <laughs> like I remember this one therapist was like to me well you can you see the problems here like you don't want to be in this workplace, then leave. And I was like, That's so you... simple. <laughs> okay. What? And I was like, no, bro, that's not how this works. I need to be having a job so my parents don't aren't hounding me because I don't need issues from them again. Like, you know, I need financial support. Like, I can't just leave my job. Also, like I had all of this guilt because I was like that person that like knew everything, but that hadn't gotten everything out of my brain onto paper to teach anyone else. And I was like, I can't do that. Like, what do you mean? Like, I know technically I'm replaceable at any point and that is how it is under capitalism. But at the same time, like, I'm not. Like, there are certain aspects where I'm not. Like, you know, I'm the only consistent thing that's been in this department for four years. You can't tell me that I can just up and leave. Like, and I, f I feel like the best thing that I learned from therapy is that because of a lot of my, like, my familial relationships were very uncertain and like constantly kept me on edge, that I would like to stay at like workplaces or like in relationships or friendships that didn't serve me just because they were constant and like consistent. Mm -hmm. And then. In, at the same time, I wanted to fuck them up just to feel something. Like, like friendships or? Just everything in general. Okay. Like, in my mind, like, some, I don't, I've never told you this before, Bianca, but sometimes I'm like, I want to start a fight. 
I just say though, I feel like you could start a fight with me, but I will be so nonchalant about it because I'm like, what is she on about? <laughs> I know that's why I'm like, I like Bianca is the worst person for me to be like, I want to start a fight with her because she'll just be like, okay, talk to me, talk to me again when you're normal, you stupid, like whatever. <laughs> And then I would just like, I wouldn't get the feeling that I crave. So I'm like, there's no point in doing it. Mm. <laughs> but I do understand why you want to start a fight. Because, I mean, I don't think I want to start a fight, but I just want to make, I just want to like talk shit for a bit. Because oh. I do that all the time. Like, like with Darren, every single I enjoy day. arguing. Like every day. Like, like, we do not argue. So then I just make shit up. Like he would, he would poke me and I'm like, are you calling me fat? <laughs> <laughs> See, like and you have like, your correlation. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> Like, he would literally just grab, like, he would just poke me, like, a little fatty place in my stomach or anything. And I'm like, so you're calling me fat. I'm like, you just call me a fat piece of <laughs> So I would love to see the look on his face when you just fucking come up with this shit. Because that would be hilarious. All the time. I do it all the time. It could be the most littlest things, like, ever. Like, I could sit on his lap. He will shuffle a bit. I'm like, great. I'm too fucking big. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Oh my god, Bianca, I don't think we could date. Like, that would trigger me. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Are we fighting? Are we actually fighting right now? I can't. Funny. Yesterday he said, he said, he said, I mean, like, you know, we're in our mid 20s. I'm like, are you calling me old? <laughs> Whenever someone talks about age to me, I'm like, stop calling me old. I'm like, you're calling me old. You call me a fucking old piece of shit. Like, why would you say that? That's so cool. You away with me, you know how I feel. <laughs> but it's funny. I'm, His whole face just changes. It's like, oh, I thought, okay. <laughs> oh, my favorite, my favorite is like when I'll be like, you changed. And he's like, what? <laughs> I like I remember when you would like you would plan our dates but now you just take me to the movies and a dinner like what is this <laughs> oh my gosh you're getting taken to the movies and for dinner? I was like you just take me to dinner and movies but before you would plan an entire day now you're planning four hours trying to hurt your feelings i was literally just joking this is banter banter okay. come on so, time um that's funny because it's kind of like keeping them on keeping him on his toes I actually like actually when i think about that that's i feel like everyone should do that in everybody should do this like, like gaslight like your boyfriend they need to be like okay yes you have me now but what are you doing to keep me bro what is it mm, mm, mm. that's true I feel like That's it's true. yeah. I feel like with a lot of people, there's always one person that someone was being like that was being chased, and then the person the person that was doing the chasing. But then I feel like a lot of the time you'll see that the person who's doing the chasing, once they've gotten the person, then they like they stop putting slow down. effort in. Yeah, and they stop putting effort in, and it's like Mm-mm, I still need to be. Uh, you still need. To be, <laughs> it's not over. And it's see, not over. That's why I called those. A free trial. <laughs> I'm like, that's the <laughs> easy part. This is the hard part. Keeping mm. here is the hardest part. I, <clears throat> I feel like 
Bianca and I are the same in the way that, like, we are both very... If this isn't serving me, I'm a devout. <laughs> like, like, when I was listening to, like, our podcast that we released this, um, last, this week, actually, and then you were talking about, like, how you emotionally dip out before you tell, like, people, I realized that I do that in all my talking stages, and then I'll eventually ask them, what are we, just so that they end it. Yo, my last relationship quotations, like, dude, I dipped out so fucking quick and I wanted to break up with him so bad, but I couldn't. I don't know why. So then I literally <laughs> went digging. I was like, yo, I need to fuck it. I need to, I need to end this without feeling bad. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Like, you don't want to feel like you've hurt somebody. You want mm. them to hurt you. Exactly. Or like, so it seems exactly. so that it's yeah. like, it's it's not bad for you and your one spirit, time you know? one time this asshole was like i'll never abandon you in my head i'm like please abandon me please just do it i beg you're like i'm begging please. <laughs> like, please let me go like i remember when he said this i wanted to fucking barf because it was over the phone and i literally <laughs> i ex- like what's the word exclaimed is that the word? Like, I literally wish I shuddered. I was like, oh my God. Cringe. Abandon me, please. Like, throw me off a cliff. Anything is better than this. I was so fucking mad. Like, truly. I was just like, this thing, this thing cute. It's just not it. I need to fucking leave. See, and this isn't... Sorry, you finished. No, you go. That's it. That's what I'm saying. You just gotta go. If it's not working out, babe. If you're not happy. Exactly. Dip, leave. Like, I feel that's also something that I would tell my younger self. Like, don't feel the need to stick to things or stay with things just because you think that it fits in this idea that somebody else has painted for you. Like, Mm -hmm. I would have never thought that I would be, like, so irritated by monogamy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, not irritated. Maybe that's the wrong word. But, like, I don't see it for myself. But if you said this to younger me, I'd be like, what the fuck do you mean? I'm going to be in a long-term committed relationship. That's going to yeah. be my boo. I'm going to be their boo. Like, literally, 2000s love songs. That's how I'm, I'm going to be up in that shit, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, when you said 2000s love song, it just reminded me. Remember that Childish Gambino song? 2008, was it? 2005? 2005. Hold literally that's like in my head that's how I envision my life but like now actually living my life I'm like I don't envision that for myself at all like the only thing that I want to be consistent is my friendships anything else I'm like yuck (laughs) yeah like the way that like I view relationships is that like I'll have like maybe at longest two years three years but I don't really want anything longer than that because I'm trying to experience something else. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? I just need, I I can't see myself being in love with someone consistently unless they themselves are also evolving and changing like in really positive ways that like align with who I am as well. I don't really see myself liking someone for that long. Like I'll be obsessed with them for when I'm (laughs) obsessed with them. But after that, I'm just going to be like, hey i think it's time and i think that's gonna really knock a lot of people 
I think it's gonna knock a lot of people like out of um this like that's gonna probably be a really big shock to a lot of people that I eventually may break up with but um because it, it will literally be like I am completely obsessed yeah I'm in love with you rah, 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 and then eventually I'll be like I'm bored of this and <laughs> it no longer serves me so goodbye dating isn't like like I remember when you like just being on dating sites was so fucking exhausting it's honestly I do not like literally me five years ago six years ago different person I cannot <coughs> imagine juggling five or six guys no no can we just talk life. about how 2016 17 Tasha would little bitch you were going to work then you would go on a date then you would go the next day and you would show up somewhere else I was like and you were doing like 15 hour shifts a day and I would be like the longest shift I would do a day was like eight hours and then I'm like I'm going home you'd be like I'm gonna go see someone afterwards I'm like good for you I'm gonna go chill at home (laughs) like the fuck you mean I'm gonna go out after this I've just been standing up for eight hours what the fuck honestly I don't know I swear there must have been like cocaine in those burritos because of the way that I had energy coming out of my asshole. I remember for my birthday, I think it was 2000. And, like, remember the day where you, me, Tash, like you, me, Nika, and Jeff, we all showed up in black? Yes. Literally, that day. I finished a double shift. I you worked did. like 18 and hours. And you still showed up. And I was like, what the fuck? Bruh, I can't imagine doing that now. Like, like what Like, literally, fuck? you'd have to take me there on like one of those fucking And like, beds. you weren't even super tired. Like, I expected you to be, like, I would be dead within two hours of that night. I don't know how I did that. Like, literally... But you know what? That was such a good day. And I don't remember anything of it. I just remember how we all showed up in black. And that is a vibe. I love that for you guys. I'm, I'm already thinking what I'm going to do for my birthday. Because like, you know. What's like, your birthday? December. December. Oh my God, December. Yes. Mine's December 13th. So I don't know. I'll, I'll, I think I'll, do, I'll do something during the day so we can all show up and then we Love can go that. home early because we're too we're too old for this fucking night <laughs> anymore. Bitch, we're never too old. I will <laughs> always I will always be on that lifestyle. You know. To be honest, either. I don't want to go clubbing or anything. I just want to have like a like you know. I'm thinking like everybody just dresses cute. It's like under the sun. Hopefully, it doesn't rain, and we have a good time. I love that idea. You know, we just have a good time, eat some good food and jet. And we're all done by six o'clock. How beautiful is that? (laughs) Oh my God. But sorry, I'm gonna have to party the night away. (laughs) Yeah, literally I'm like, okay, B, you can go home, but I'm gonna go (laughs) We can we can go get some shots. We can get drunk together. And then I'll I'll get an Airbnb and we can just crash in there. Oh my god, Airbnb. That's my dream. We get an Airbnb and we'll just crash there and then that's it. Okay. I have like I have one very big revelation to reveal to you. Revelation. Yeah. Revolutionary, baby. (laughs) I feel like I have I convinced myself what during the first three months of my celibacy Mm -hmm. to miss sex. But now that I've been in it for like a long minute, mm-hmm. I'm like, I could do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> like, so when like, you are here talking shit 24 fucking 7 about how badly you just want to get dick down, it's just, it's not you. It's a joke. <laughs> like, it's because like, okay, so the thing that I've realized is that if you talk about wanting to have sex on any type of social media, a man or somebody will offer to take you out on a date. Mm. 
in hopes of getting sex with you afterwards. But I don't. And it feels so icky when they do that. Yeah. You know that they. That's all they want. Yeah, it's really. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Does it ever and... work? Like, does that work? No, because literally, I'll just take the food and then I'll go. Mm. Like, I don't give a shit about. You want to have sex with me? Go find somebody else. Like, I'm not that bitch anymore. You should have hit me up four years ago, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like sometimes I still feel guilt. It's so weird to like say this out loud. I know. And I I logically know that like this is why I avoid having dates with a lot of people because I'm like in my mind, I know that this person, like I know right now that this person is going to want to sleep with me. And unless I want to be slept with, like I'm not going to go on a date with them. So I avoid a lot of dates, but I have had dates in the past where I'm like, I'm not that interested in it but I'm still gonna sleep with them because you know mm. like you know you know when like you like you want sex so you finally have sex but then afterwards you feel like shit oh that happened to me constantly like that is the way that sex operates like, the majority of the time because I'm not attracted to these people yeah and he's just like was that worth it because I did that with like my previous partners I don't think I've ever enjoyed having sex until now I don't think I've ever liked anybody if I'm serious like, like, back at I'm like, I've never liked any of you. Like, I really want to go back in time and be like, you're all pieces of shit. I don't remember any of your names. And I never liked you. Like, I ne- if I said that you looked good, I was fucking lying. <laughs> I just want to tell them that, like, this was all just fun and games to me. Like, I feel like everybody that I've been with knows that, though. Because I don't... Like, I make a point to, like, tell people this. But I want to tell them harder. Like, I want to ruin their life more than I did. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's so funny? I was looking through my Snapchat. And I think about a year ago, I used to do, like, video diaries all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. Good luck, Charlie. I love, oh, my goodness. I love like I don't know why I stopped with my video diaries. It was. I best. really loved your video diaries. Like, listen, I have so many, and they're so funny. Like, I did like I did a ranking. Like, I just found. It. I'll send it to you guys. It was like a ranking of all the boys that I've ever let touch me, and <laughs> it was so funny. We should make that a podcast podcast episode. We just talk like the complete episode is just us talking shit, and we never say names. We never, never say name. addresses anything I know I was just like why did like literally it's just like and the whole thing should just be like why did I let you touch me like why (laughs) (laughs) like why did I give you the time of my day it's like I think about it I'm like I I wasn't attracted to you I didn't like you Mm. and yet I still let you why Mm -hmm. because it's like this idea that like being a virgin in older age is like weird but it's not like if I could still if I could take back my virginity, I think I would. Mm, mm. Like I would have never had sex with these people because <laughs> I like I I don't like them. And knowing <laughs> knowing that now, like in the moment, I was like, oh, like I like you. But now I realize that I was just like I thought that they were like semi attractive, and I thought that they were funny. But I find a lot of people semi-attractive and funny. Am I sleeping with them? No. So what was so special about these, like, people? Funnily enough, for me, I don't regret the person. Like, I don't regret losing my virginity to the person I lost my virginity to because I definitely was using them. (laughs) (laughs) 
like I really went like if you remember that year because I made that goal where I needed to lose my virginity mm. and I didn't want it to be a random hookup because mm. I tried that and, and I felt so bad like I felt sick like I really felt sick and then I was like okay I need someone who would take this virginity <laughs> ASAP so and I needed to not be casual so I just got like anybody and do I like him no I think I convinced myself that I liked him and then once it was over I was really happy and <laughs> training your body <laughs> it's like sucking dick like I I convinced myself for like so many years that I really enjoyed like sucking dick Tur- <laughs> turns out I don't like no but I was like oh my god like I fucking love this shit like I would die for it but I like a few of the men that I've slept with I never sucked their dick I was like no <laughs> you know because of you Ash because I remember not, not because of you but like I remember when you used to tell me how much you love sucking dick but you hated the taste of cum I was scared of cum for the longest fucking time and then I finally fucking tasted one by accident I was like it's not that fucking bad <laughs> <laughs> no it wasn't bad but I'm over dramatic you know this you said and- battery acid but, you no, and but that's really a gym boy a gym okay, boy like gym boy's battery acid i'm telling you don't ever fuck with a gym boy especially if he's on that fucking um creatine fucking pre-workout all those fucking shit workout protein drinks don't do it literally straight up battery acid okay. i would have more enjoyment literally drinking my own piss Okay, because I've only ever tasted one person's cum and it wasn't that terrible. So I'm like, this ain't so fucking bad. But like every, every any other person I haven't because I was like terrified from what you guys said. Like I was terrified. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad I subconsciously convinced you not to Thank you though. Thank you. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not mad at it. Like I'm really glad because imagine all the people that I didn't like, I could have tasted their cum and I would have died. <laughs> Like, I, I wish somebody died. terrified me because the way I was like, we didn't even gotta have sex. I was like, your dick. <laughs> but now I'm like, let's skip to the sex. Ain't no, ain't no dick sucking here, babes. Yeah, my favorite. I'm I scared you telling me that. Um, what was it? I think you just like you got this man really hard, and then you're like, okay, you can finish yourself off. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like stargazing with this dude, and like he was very attractive, and but I didn't want to suck his dick or like do anything with him. And he was really hard because we were like making out. And then I just sat there and I was like, you know what would be really cool? And he was like, what? And I was like, if you finished yourself off, like just ma- like jerked off in front of me. I, mean, I want to watch you. <laughs> I full made it into the swing. I was like, oh my God, it's so hot when people do that. I really enjoy like watching them <laughs> masturbate. And he was like, oh really? And I was like, oh yeah, like oh, it gets me so wet. And he was like, okay. And I was like, okay. <laughs> And then he did it, and I was just watching him, and he was like, oh, you like that? And in my head, I was laughing, but <laughs> I, like, I can't even this. doing this, you fucking weirdo. Hold on, guys, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna go get it. I was literally, like, in my head, I was like, I have so much power. <laughs> That's so fucking... <laughs> I feel like, uh, yeah, like, I think there's a lot of aspects of sex that I don't enjoy. And I think initially it was very much, like, I was like, why don't I enjoy this? Blah, blah, blah. Eventually, I started to realize I don't enjoy it because I'm not attracted to any of these people. And then afterwards, after like last year, I started to not enjoy sex because I realized as well 
that it it wasn't as hard as people made it out to be for me to like physically come with them so then having all of these like revelations from like prior I was like I like people are just really lazy at sex like I've had I've out of all of the people that I've had sex with there's only two people I'd say or maybe like two and a half people who have made me come and I'm not gonna say my number because I'm not gonna (laughs) out myself like that but can I just say that it is a depressingly low number of people that have been able to make me come Mm. so yeah like that to me it's like really just that's what made me not want to have sex again because I'm like what if I have sex and I don't enjoy myself and then it's just going to be a waste. And then I'll just go into depression again. And then blah, blah, blah. But then, again, my brain does the same thing as your brain. My brain <laughs> convinces me that I crave dick and that I need sex. And then as soon as I get sex, I'm like, okay, I'm out mm. for the count for like another six months. Thank you. Bye. It wasn't even, yeah. Would you be like, that wasn't even fucking worth it? <laughs> Literally. Literally me. Like, um, like, in my head now, I'm like, I just want to have sex so then I, like, can have sex again and then start my celibacy over. But then I'm like, there's nobody really that I want to have sex with or that I want to, let like, touch my body. Right? Like, besides myself. <laughs> and also, like, I feel like looking back on the way that I used to, like, let people sexualize me before they even got to know me and just being, like, overtly, like, hypersexual and just, like, rah, 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 like, sex, sex, sex. Um, now I'm like, that wasn't very healthy of me. Like, I was convinced, I convinced myself that, like, sexual liberation was, like, me having sex with whomever I want, whenever I want, without even thinking. Like, do I actually want to be having this sex? Like, do I want to? Or is it just, like, my way of thinking where I'm like, if I'm having sex and not caring about it, that's liberating to me. Mm. But it really wasn't. Mm. I have this thing. Sorry. I was just gonna say I was out here sleeping with like disgusting people (laughs) yeah I have this thing where when I'm talking to men now like I have to try really really hard to not make things sexual because like I've just learned that in order to keep men's attention from my like personal experiences you have to get to sex but once you get to sex it's only about the sex and then there's nothing else that you can really get from it so now I'm like no you want healthy relationships blah 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 but like I'm in these healthy like conversations with people and I'm just like make it about sex like in my mind I'm just like make it it about sex send them a nude do it but then I've like come to this conclusion where I'm like people who don't deserve nudes are not getting nudes do not do it you know unless they have made me come they are not getting any of my nudes absolutely not like yeah I I I have trouble with that as well like just talking to like people I'm attracted to without making it into like I want you to rub your body all over mine literally I, w- I want to see what you're like, what's in your pants, like. And I've noticed as well, like, a lot of my dates involve alcohol. And when I be drinking the alcohol, I be getting frisky. And most of the time, I don't want to be getting frisky. But my, like, as soon as alcohol hits my veins or, like, hits my system, the way I'm, like, I will have sex with anybody. Mm. <laughs> like, I'm saying. literally. Yeah. And I'm, like, I've noticed as 
well. Even when I'm just out with my friends, I'm like, kiss me, kiss me, kiss me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't realize how big of a fucking flirt I was until, like, this party that I went to where I was, like, I don't know. I guess I don't remember a lot of it. But, like, there are videos of me, like, pecking people, like, having, like, kisses with them and stuff. And then this person from the party that I met there, like, they were telling me, yeah, you were flirting with me hard. And I was like, really? And she was it like, me. yeah. And then, <laughs> um, and then this other person from that same party, like, just felt that it was okay to, like, you know, sexualize me. And I was like, huh, what did I say to you at that party? Because I did not remember talking to you at all. Um, mm. But sometimes I actually, like, get drunk on purpose. So I can feel horny to have sex with people. And I know that sounds really fucking bad, but like sometimes I just like this is this is the brain where it's like, hey, you need sex, but like sober you won't have sex. Mm. So get drunk so that you'll have the sex and then you can get your mind off of sex for like a really long time. The way nicotine has a hold on me. That's what I would tell my younger self. Never fucking start smoking cigarettes. Don't do it. Never. Not too late to stop, you know. I'm gonna die anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be that These pretentious person. Like I it's never too late to stop. I don't. My dad was pretty old when he stopped smoking cigarettes. How old was he? It was, it was probably like a little bit, maybe ten Ooh. years ago. I feel like we should move on to the next topic. Which was? Which was? How do we feel about being a twenty-something-year-old? Yo, I hate it. <clears throat> I can't wait to be 30 because I'm just, I just know this is so shit. And I know a lot of us are scared to be 30, but I'm like, you're not having I'm fun old. now. You're like, not I, having I fun now. Old. Huh? I want to be old so quickly. Like, oh my goodness, when you, meth, you know? I can't wait. I'm just like, I just know my 30s is going to be so fucking lit. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be richer than I am now. I just know that, like, by the time that I'm 30, I would have done quite a lot of the things that I wanted to do. Yeah, um, you would have traveled to all the countries you wanted to go to. Exactly. So I'm just going to be a lot more satisfied right now. Having all of these itches and all of these urges are just so frustrating. But, like, then when I'm 30, I'm just going to be like, cool, I did majority of what I wanted to do. I'm still going to, in my 30s, I'm still going to be doing that shit even more. Mm. And, and also, when I'm in my forties, I'll maybe settle down. Let's see how I go. I'll probably be one of those grannies in the like, you know, near <laughs> the pool like, in their bikini. For me, right now, though, I'm in my twenties. I feel like I'm not a professional at anything, and I'm hoping, like, maybe by my thirties, I would actually know something very well, mm-hmm. like just in my career, or I would actually have wisdom. <laughs> you know life experience life experience and wisdom and I don't and I want to be like that fucking 30 something year old and I'm gonna be such a badass fucking auntie I'm just like my nephew Mm. and my nieces will be like I want a bike it costs like 200 bucks I'm like dude I spent 200 dollars on my coffee here you go (laughs) oh okay let me put my assistant (laughs) I literally went to, I went to the server the other day and I don't know how I spent 200 bucks. Don't ask me on what. It just, it just happens. It disappears. It's like loose change for me. <laughs> oh my God. That's I can't wait till I'm graduated uni so then they don't have to work these part-time jobs. 
Part-time jobs are not for me. No. I need to be making more money. Everybody but also, should be making more money. Like, I'm like, ugh, ugh, the, the concept of full-time work doesn't work for me either. Like, yeah. honestly, as much as I hate to say it, I would like a white sugar daddy. Can I tell you I something? I would love a sugar daddy too. I mean, I'm not scared though, because I see white old, like older people, men, scare the shit out of me. No, like, I, I mean the ones that like, would just send you money to like talk to you. I'm sorry, I can't yeah. even talk to that. Like a message. Man. Like for me, like even dating someone at my age now, I'm 24, turning 25, and to date a 30 year old man disgusts me. I've hung out with 30 year old men. I would do it again for money, but I wouldn't do it again for free. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. If, I, if, I, if I, for me, if I see like a 30 year old man, cause I think I remember like if I, if I, if I go on a date with a 30 year old man and then I find out things like, oh yeah, I still live with my parents. I'm like, you're 30, which is not a bad thing. But like, I feel like you should have your shit together by now. Why are we in this mm-hmm. new predicament? <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> Like I hope that Girl, you're saving money. Like I'm I hope sorry, like, I'm not here. having it. I think maybe because I just set my standards <laughs> for myself at 30 and I refuse to be with men mm. who have not been who are there now and do not have that same who have not achieved the things that I want to achieve by 30. Like they don't have ambition or like I hate men that are not ambitious. I have like listen those boys who just like they'll be like i don't know what i'm doing like you can say i don't know what i'm doing because i say that all the fucking time but i'd be knowing what i'm doing so if you tell me you don't know what you're doing and you literally don't know what you're doing that's not attractive at all you don't know like yeah i hate taking care of fucking people Like, I don't let me let me rephrase that. I don't want to take care of someone who can't take care of themselves. Mm. I don't want to be someone's mother. I don't. Okay. No for me. So it's a no. Yeah. I, I just know. yeah, I'm scared of old people. And also I think from ever since I was a young at a young age, um I've just I've been scared of older men because weird shit happened in my childhood so now i'm just like i'm afraid of older men like mm. my same age as me is fine but like also because i've been hit on by men that are much older than me mm. and it's like where's your respect it's respect your i don't like it mm. at all so i think that's why it's i'm afraid and also that power dynamic because mm. I feel like an older man will tell me what to do. And I think y'all know this. I do not like being told <laughs> what to do. I feel like in a perfect society for myself, any person that I had sex with would just pay me because they had great a great experience. Yeah, right? Like, I feel like that's just rude that they don't. <laughs> any you know what you know what you should start doing anytime that i don't have a good time like after sex or when just I request some time, money yeah like <laughs> fucking two hundred dollars like anytime i don't come however many times they come that's how many hundred dollars i'm requesting from them see the only time i miss somebody that i've ever interacted with is when they have done something nice for me. Like this dude once paid me $20 to record myself moaning to send to him. And it was like a 15 second clip of just me moaning cause he was horny. And he paid me $20 for it. And I was like, wow, usually people ask me this for free. 
<laughs> right and that's why I, like I'm so against sending my nudes now because I'm like what have you done People what have you given it. to me yeah. what have you given to me for you to earn this nothing so I will exactly. not send them until I have deemed that you are worthy of them people are literally out here sending nudes for like you know good amounts of money like I've got friends that do only fans and they're making bank I'm sorry like as if I would send my nudes now to someone for free exactly and like I just think about like the reciprocal I don't know how to say that yeah (laughs) I'm not benefiting from you viewing my nudes like I would rather just send my nudes to my friends and be like look how hot I am Mm. yeah because at least your friends are gonna be like yeah like what you get from somebody else might just be like oh my god you're hot and none of them be like oh my goodness i want to fucking have sex with you yeah exactly it all just brings it back to sex like no you can appreciate art without trying to fuck it do you go to an art gallery and try to fuck the pieces of art no you don't so why are you always trying to fuck me why did i imagine when you said that just imagine someone trying to have sex with the Mona Lisa and it was like putting putting your dick through like a wall painting <laughs> imagine just imagine looking at the Mona Lisa and just wanking in front of it <laughs> I, I feel like that would be really like... good for a music video what the fuck <laughs> yo Kanye West music video <laughs> oh my god it's literally like um what's it call it like Drake saying says that she a lesbian go me too but it's like a painting <laughs> like that's how like because that lyric is so silly to me mm-hmm. that's how silly i would view like a music video where somebody is just wanking off to like a piece of artwork i just also, like i literally imagined it in my mind it's like so the camera starts on one side of the um of the mona lisa and it's going around them as they're winking and you just kind of see them from all angles it's like a it's like a circle all around while they're doing it. I think I don't think I'll understand that because like why are you wanking to the Mona Lisa? It's not that like, attractive. <laughs> you're like there, there has to be someone hotter that you could pay. There to has to be something like, like to be honest, I feel like that there are a lot of titties out of in the these flowers, that is these, more like, sexy paintings. than huh? There are a lot of titties out in these paintings and the Mona Lisa is the one that you want to wait yeah. like this girl smiling like a tiny bit I mean she's cute I guess but like whatever <laughs> like you know the sculptures of like just like boobs and like shit? yeah it's like that's what I would wank to no 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 you know like, what oh my, god, oh my god you know what they should wank to so, like remember the you know those sculptures of like the men who are naked and then they're mm-hmm. like like slaying some fucking demon who's also mm. naked wank mm. to that <laughs> yeah but you know what the thing about those sculptures are is that a lot of the time they're in public like really really public places yeah so it's like you go into like the fucking square and then like they're all around and then there's just people tourists all around and so yeah. i'm just imagining there's like, one in Sydney. Just, like it, going at it with like, crowds of people like fuck this is Sorry, a park I in Sydney. What's that park in Sydney? Like the big one, Tash. Is it Anzac? Hyde Park. Hyde Park. Hyde Park. And there's like a waterfall, and then there's like a yes. statue like that. Yes. And as yes. Like, I remember looking at this statue, I'm like, this is really sexual. Like, there's a lot of sexual tension here. <laughs> you're just on a date with someone, and you're like, do you feel that? Like, I'm that statue man. is giving me the eyes. This butt naked. 
and there's like 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 I think a centaur is it a centaur I think it is and then he's holding their horn and they're like on the ground and they're looking like super submissive yes and I'm like this is this is a porno (laughs) this is really giving what it needs to give this is giving some freaky ass shit I'm not mad at it Um, there's there's always an ice cream truck near that fountain as well it's it's what what are you doing like you say like the government says that kids should not be exposed to like same-sex relations but you have heterosexual porn right here literally it's just not brainwashing the children (laughs) i really think someone should do that like i feel you you were right a music video of someone just wanking to a sculpture like that guys I have a new assignment coming up soon. Maybe like one of you want to perform. <laughs> Maybe one of you want to wank on camera for me. <laughs> I love that. Just don't zoom into my fucking vagina. Right? <laughs> that's the that's like the art, artistic composition. Like the director's like much... just zoom. It would like the panning to the like punani lips would just be. <laughs> I feel like visually it's just easier to do it if it's a guy. Yeah. Because it, it like the, the motion of it, it looks a lot mm. easier. It'll come across better than and if like, a girl was touching herself. You know, how about you have two people just have right in front of this fucking costume? Well, I just I feel like sex in front of it is not as powerful as one person doing it by themselves. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it is. It's like a power move. Oh guys, okay. Like I feel like if I was able to swap bodies with like a penis owner at any time, mm-hmm. the amount of wanking I would do That's what I say. in front of like That's inanimate objects. Like I feel like you wouldn't be able to be in a room with me for more than five minutes without me pulling my cock out. Listen, because I have asked this question, like I've asked a person who holds a penis, owns one, and I'm like, when you are masturbating, like if like you just you don't need to be in like a zone like you don't need to think about it you no. don't need to be you, he just said and he was like no if you stroke it hard enough it will happen I was like exactly <laughs> exactly that's why when like some people will say to you like if I don't like you why why am I always hard around you I'm like you could get hard off like a fucking burger babes yeah if you, you try like, hard enough gust the wind <laughs> and goes past you you're hard I'm sorry what are you talking about <laughs> honestly I'm like you having a boner does not make me feel loved and appreciated like remember, why are you trying to pass it off like that I remember I was watching some youtuber and he said and somebody like he was doing some Q&A and one of his like one of the guys asked him, when when did you start masturbating and how did it happen? And he said, I think I was like 12 or 11 and I literally slipped and like brushed my penis against the rug. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> and that's how it happened. <laughs> See, the only reason why I would want to have a boyfriend is so that I can ask him dumb questions like this. I asked, I asked him dumb questions like, and he told me, I was like, huh. Yeah. Interesting. Because, like, even having, like, friends that have a penis that could, like, tell you stuff like this, some of them aren't comfortable talking about that. But I feel like when you're in a relationship with someone, you would be, like... It's easier. Like it's easier. Yeah, it's easier. Like, and a lot of men that I talk to aren't as open 
with me as like I am about just like my genitals in in, in a non-sexual like, I, way yeah like I talk about queefing in front of some of these men like I really don't give a fuck yeah. I'll be like yeah the first time I queefed was in this class where like I tried to fight and it went in my punani hole instead and then the air went and I say something like <laughs> I don't think no, no no I remember when I would fart and then it would like you know how it travels your vagina I did not hate that feeling I really <laughs> thought it was funny <laughs> as well like when air passes through my like punani i i get so excited about that because i'm like wow this is like a party trick like and like yeah. oh go on i i cleave quite a lot during sex in certain positions yeah. but i could just like it it really irks me because like we'd be in the mood and then change to a certain position which is like you know from the back doggy style whatever and it just queef, queef, queef. And I'm just like, damn, we got to change the decision now because I just can't stop laughing. Like, this is not sexy to me anymore. This is just, like, funny. No, one time, I think, I don't I don't usually queef, but, like, it happened, like, one time. And, like, this was, like, it was when the act was done, right? And I tried to get up, and then it made a noise. I was like, what the fuck is that? And then I would move to the left, and then there it is, to the right. And tell me why this boy pushed my stomach down. Like, we got to let the air out. <laughs> I just find that so funny. I think like Hilarious. queefing as like a whole, like as a concept and the thing that you're able to do is just so nice. Like it's like, I, it's just such it's a funny so thing. Funny, like it's and really we should hilarious. be able to talk about it with anyone. That's why I have taken it upon myself to discuss it with anybody who wants to know about it. Right, I, I think it's all such the time. Funny. Like periods are something that people don't like talking about. I'm just like periods are so normal and I remember in high school I was just like yeah I'm on my period I'm just like not feeling that great and this person was like this girl and this dude were just like why would you tell me that like I didn't need to like I didn't need to know that information that and I was like turn off for me well if I'm being a bitch to you or I'm feeling off like do you want to not know the reason why it's not because I'm naturally a bitch although sometimes I can be like it's because something is happening to my body right now yeah like you're more yeah. irritable on your yeah. period yeah I met someone that I remember telling them I'm on my period and they're like ew uh no no I don't like hearing about blood I was like excuse was me <laughs> that experience I was like excuse me like and they were grown like hey they were not in fucking high school they were the same age as me and I just thought you fucking weirdo mm. disgusting mate yeah it's like really like it's such a natural like part of like it just happens to a lot of people man like it why so much half yeah, the people on the planet experience this what is exactly. your deal why are you creeped out by it and like, also i like get oh my, my horniest when i'm on my period so i don't really same understand here. same it's like, hello, like, I am the absolute horniest right now. Like, bring it yeah. on. <laughs> oh, my God. This reminds me. I remember, like, one of the dudes that I was on a date with, like, it was, like, our sixth date or something. And he, like, he said to me with a straight face, I don't know how he didn't laugh at himself because it sounded so stupid coming out of his mouth. But he was, like, to me, like, this is the person I also talked about queefing with because he, like, he wanted me to explain how queefing happens, so I explained it to him. Anyways, he was like, I'm so glad that you're so open about this stuff because most of the girls I know are very modest and would never talk about shit like this with me. And I was like, what if, like, are you saying that I'm not modest because I talk about my, <laughs> my, like... Just call me a whore, like, <laughs> full of Bianca. <laughs> I, I was more like, damn, what do you mean by 
Like, do you mean that I'm a fucking freak? Like, what are you trying to say? I was so offended that he was like, oh, like, normal girls don't talk to other girls. Like, I'm like, it's not a quirky fact about me that my vagina lets out air sometimes. Like, it happens to a lot of people. Why are we trying to keep it a secret? Lol. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> I love how you're like... <laughs> that's really funny. Oh my goodness, but yeah. No, men be weird as fuck. I don't know why they always... Like, I don't know why the female body is, like, such a weird thing for most men and everything that happens to us is disgusting. and it's all so natural and I just like it's demonized like from such a young age that we get so paranoid about it until we have to self-educate ourselves on it and it's like I have I had this massive fucking burden put on to me from the age of 10 no one explained it to me and I was so scared of it for such a long time I hated it it's not like I love my period now the only time I love my period is I've had sex and it comes and I'm like yes I'm not pregnant you know isn't that the best I remember I'd be praying for that shit after sex. Like, oh my God. Every single time I have sex, like every single time without a doubt, my period is always late. Like two to that five days to late. Once. I was and... praying to the I was praying to God every day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, the way I used to be, like uh, this is gonna be so weird to say out loud because I don't think I've ever said it out loud. The way I used to be pro-life before um I actually like had sex. Yeah. Like, pro-life in the sense for myself, not everyone else, because I didn't really, was, like, not caring about it. Like, in my mind, I was always, like, look, if I had a kid, like, anyone else can do whatever they want. But if I had a kid, I would just have it to full term and then, you know, adopt it out. And then when I lost my virginity and it was late, like, so late, I was, like, what the fuck? I'm not financially like, stable. My parents don't know that I'm not a virgin anymore. Like, I can't have a kid right now. Like, I just no 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 yeah and then after that I was like actually I'm pro-choice for everyone including myself like including, you. <laughs> including myself so yeah oh my god I feel like also a, like giving away a child like I don't know for me because I'm I'm pro-choice as well mm. and like if I get pregnant now I'm definitely getting an abortion mm because and the reason why 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 would I like if someone else like you could just give it for adoption I'm like first of all I don't want to fucking give birth to this baby and be fat in my early 20s yeah and- <laughs> like I literally like people I think it's a very valid thing for people to not want to change their bodies like I do not want like you know postpartum like just dis- like body dysmorphia like and people who try to convince you that like you're like I'm not saying that it's not beautiful I'm just saying that I've just gotten used to how I am physically now, that I if just I was accepted it that drastically, it would absolutely ruin me for like how, like yeah. I don't even know how long. I'm and not saying that it's not a beautiful body. I'm just saying that I've only now come to terms. I just started liking it. I just started yeah. liking this body. Also, and like, I feel like this is a selfish thing to do. Like if I give away my child, one day I'm going to want it back. Mm. And I don't want that. And because if I go like, okay, I want my baby back. Like clearly their adoptive parent could be like, no, fuck off. I've <laughs> adopted them. They are just my so child. Funny. Yeah. It's like such a valid thing to do, but then I would be so sad. So it's a no for me. Mm. Also, it's like the adoption, like adoption rate and like you know the foster care system are just so fucked universally like it doesn't work and it's there are too many children out here without parents because there are so many irresponsible people who had children and it's like I've I've witnessed I've like known firsthand that the foster system is fucked up because I remember that date that I told you about and he was like 
trauma dumping onto me about how bad the foster system was when you had to be yeah. put into it. Like, to me, I'm like, that, that is just not correct. Like, if I'm going to bring life into this world, it has to be in a way that I know in some way it's going to be okay because like and I can't guarantee that if I bring it out into the world and then I adopt it out that it will be okay like definitely not like I can't Mm. guarantee that and I'm not going to like you know put that up to chance Mm. so sorry if I had a kid I'm going to abort I no and besides it's a fetus bro let it go Mm -hmm. let it's not that deep yeah it's not that fucking deep the way that sometimes like when I'm at work and people because you have to in Australia you have to get an ultrasound first before you um abort How come? people call me and they like will be talking like telling me about it and then um I'll be like okay so what's the reason for it like why are we having it so early and they're like oh I'm going to abort and I'm like okay and I go through this conversation really normally because to me this is like a normal thing but like you can tell that they're really reluctant to tell you the reason why and I think it's because they're worried that they're going to be judged by the person that's on the end of the line and I don't but some of the people, there's some of these other um, bookings people are just kind of like, they do, they low key do, and then they'll put it in the chat like, oh my gosh, this person just did this, and we'll be like, yeah, that's pretty normal. And then me and the other girls who are on the same wavelength as me will be like, yeah, I know, that's pretty normal. I hope they're okay. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And it's like, let's not like let's not create a discourse where there is like you know we're gonna shame people for their decisions. Because it's their life, their bodies, their rules, you know? Honestly, I do not get, like, pro-lifers at all. Because, like, if you look at so many fucked up systems where, like, people are in foster foster care and adoption and everything, why would you want to force people that don't want their children to have children? Like, that's not, like, a life of trauma is not a life worth living like I'm sorry like oh but trauma you know you can grow no (laughs) no it's character development it really isn't character development I just want to be mentally stable and if if that means that like you know at a certain point my parents would have decided to abort me then that's fine like they're allowed to live their lives like I you know People are like, but what if you're aborted? Okay, do you think I I'm wouldn't know? Yeah. Please, I wouldn't know. Yeah. It wouldn't bother me. We wouldn't know. Like, <laughs> you, how would we know? How could I take like, that personally? I don't exist. Exactly, and it's like it's as well. Like, you shouldn't feel entitlement over somebody else's body. Like, what does their decision affect you? Like, how does it immediately affect you? Like, why are you so bothered by somebody else deciding and using their own autonomy? literally and the thing is in regards to this it's only ever in regards to abortion it's never anything else it's kind of like I was watching this dude and he used the example of like if you were if you got into a car accident right and you were the the person that um was the reason for the car accident and then the person that you hit had to you know um had serious injuries and had to get an organ replaced they're not entitled to your organ because you were the person that, you know, made the accident happen. Like Mm. it doesn't work that way. And it shouldn't work that way that other people have um, opinions on your body because they're not entitled to your body. Like, Mm. hello, like in no way of any, like in any way that does that work, except for when people 
are debating abortion. They're like, it's a life that like, but it's not your life, is it? It's not. It's really not your life. And who's to say that this, any of these children that you're helping bring into the world are going to like, you know, maintain the life. And what if, and want what, to how do you know the they're going to be great fucking citizens? Yeah. Like, I think all of these people have this idealistic version of like, oh, they'll be, you know, they'll have the opportunity to be amazing. And it's like, but who's, who determines that other than them? And then also, like, I just can't imagine it would be healthy for a child to grow up knowing that they weren't wanted. Because it wasn't for me. <laughs> Those weren't some healthy thoughts whenever my parents were projecting, like genuinely, like it messes with your head. So it's it's not like these people are thinking more so about how they feel about the situation rather than, you know. Mm. They're putting their own personal beliefs onto somebody else. Yeah. And being and like, this is okay. When people put, like, I think it's also, it stems a lot from a, a, like religion. And it's like, babes, let's keep religion separate from the government, please. Very separate. Well, nobody is ever able to do that like look at scomo That's so he stupid. has no concept of separating church and state he makes it known that he's religious and blah 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 and i'm like oh, baby this is not the time to preach <laughs> like have your religious beliefs but don't think that you should be influencing the like law for an entire country who isn't one religion like you know what I mean like we have so many religions here so many people from so many different countries it, it's weird to think that like certain religions want to stipulate how the rest of the country lives because of their beliefs yeah and then they want to and then they want to be racist towards other countries who are exactly like that and it's like maybe make it make sense whole bunch of nonsense to me (laughs) (laughs) like like there's just a lot of things that are wrong that you can't really like like it's very controversial to say out loud Mm. like being like maybe you should just keep your religion to yourself Mm. sometimes like it shouldn't be very natural for you to slide in that like homosexuality is a sin that should not be something that you're constantly told by people that have no business in your business you know what I mean it's like do you have to have sex with the same person like a same-sex person like you don't and can I just say as a religious person a lot of religious people pick and choose what they're going to do so for example in Christianity you're not supposed to have sex until you are married okay and I'm like a lot of these people here like against homosexuality are having premarital sex but then the the bible says that you are not supposed to be in a homosexual relationship so but you are here having sex before marriage so what's the to you like how how is that person worse than you are like why is homosexuality always the one thing that they cannot give up yeah like they'll always be throw that in like mm-hmm. that's the one thing not allowed. Like I have met, like for example, I've met men who are like super fucking um, homophobic, and they literally do everything under the sun, everything that goes against the Bible, everything that goes against the Quran, doing it all. But then as soon as they see two men holding hands, it's like, ugh, gross. You're going to hell. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's so common for people to be like that though, and it's like why is this your limit like genuinely 
I just want to know your like, limit because to be quite frank, it doesn't really involve you like at all I if know, you don't and, want it to. And like, it's not like these like like a like there's a gay person actively trying to sexually harass you. Like they literally, babes, they don't want you. They don't want to look at you. They don't want to be a friend. They don't want to be a bestie. They just want to live exactly. their life. Why can't you do the same? Mm. This. This is what irks me. And, like, it also irks me that, like, the amount of people that after they find out that I'm, like, bisexual or something, they'll be like, oh, my God, don't get a crush on me. Ha, 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 ha. And I'm like, you are not my type. I'm like, sorry. Like, I, like, being fruity does not mean that I am attracted to every single person that I see. And also, like, it brings up the conversation of, like, people expecting you to be some kind of, like, unicorn or something. Like, some kind of, like, added spice to their heterosexual relationship. I don't know how to threesome with you and your ugly boyfriend, okay? Let's get that out of the chat. Let's stop asking bisexual people to participate in threesomes just because you don't want to be in an open relationship with your boyfriend, but you want to have, like, some bisexual come in and spice up your relationship and make you feel more loved and appreciated. Like, no, doesn't work. I'm sick and tired of it. Like, the amount of, like, Tinder couples that you see that they're like, we're looking for our own special unicorn. I'm not a fucking animal. <laughs> like, unicorns don't even exist in this reality, babes. If you want a unicorn, go find a horse and put a fucking cone on it. I don't care. Like, leave me out of it. Mm. I think it's just funny when people are like that because, like, I don't think I've said to very many. The thing is, like, I haven't had those experiences because, A, I haven't said it to many people that I'm attracted to, um, also to the same sex. Like, I haven't said it to anyone that I don't believe would um, be that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I just kind of get to a point where I'm like, if anyone was to ever say that to me, I just, I'm less attracted to most, like most people in this world. I'd probably say I could only be attracted to like 5% of people because like, mm. it's not that I'm bi, it's that I'm like closer to like, demisexual or like some form of asexuality which means I'm attracted to almost no one <laughs> so if I have sex with you just know most likely I'm not attracted to you unless you make me orgasm because I have I I need happy chemicals and I get attached to those so you know what the funniest thing for me was like I told this dude once because like I was like going on dates with his friend and then she was, like, a girl, and he was a boy. And then he's like, oh, so you're bisexual. And I was like, yeah, is that a problem? And then he was like, oh, so you've had sex with a girl. And I was like, not in the way that you, like, perceive sex. Like, I haven't had, like, sexual relations with, like, somebody of the same sex. And he was like, how do you know you're bisexual then? And I was like, how do you know you're straight if you haven't had sex with a man? And he was like, but that's not the same thing. And I was like, how is it not? Is attraction purely based on my ability to have sex with somebody? Mm. And I was like, what about asexuals then? They don't have sex with people. So like, then how do they know that they don't want to have sex? Because they know, bitch. Yeah. And then he just like, he was like, oh. And I was like, yeah, like my sexuality isn't up for debate, babes. Mm. It's just very weird that people assume that like sex should be like the core of any kind of like other than platonic relationship yeah i don't know freaks me out super weird i don't even like sex that much (laughs) i only like it with people that can make me come and that's most people aren't willing to put in the work to do it so it just makes me frustrated i only like it when it's a daydream (laughs) 
Uh. <laughs> I really like it when they're a certain size or if they're girls. Can I say something very like controversial? I don't like big peepees. Like, I don't like them. They scare me. I know. Because I've like, seen such a huge one before. Like, I've never seen a really big, big one where I'm just like, when I was super scared of it. Like, every, every penis I've ever fucking seen it has been average. No, but I mean, like, like big and wide. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I look at it and I'm like, I'm a small girl. I love that shit. Like, <laughs> I don't think that would work for me. I think it would hurt me. So then I just. No, it's not happening. You know what's weird? I kind of like it when it hurts, though. Mm. Like, my favorite is when it goes in at, like, the beginning and it hurts. Like, that's what I live for. That's very good. <laughs> that's a very nice feeling. Like, I really <laughs> like it. It's, like, a nice... It's just... It's so nice. Like, you really feel full. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy it. Mm. See, that's I how I feel it. about cream pies. I do not like it. I don't like it. I enjoy the feeling of someone nutting in me. I, I don't like cream pies because to me, I'm just like, this is all going to fucking come out of me now and like I have to clean that's it up. I, and that's really embarrassing like, it takes me. ages. Oh my God. Like it just keeps coming. Like you change, like you wash up and then more is coming out. It's like, how fucking much did you, oh. One time I was like, me. after I had sex with someone and he came in me, <laughs> I like got up and then like it just came, it spilled out and I was like trying to clean myself up and I was like, oh, this is a lot. Like, Good for you. Like, good job. <laughs> mm, good soup. <laughs> I hate it. Like, I hate it. Like, I've done it once and I'm never doing it again. <laughs> like, and, like, I'm just imagining, like, what if one day I actually want to get pregnant? Like, I w- it would be such a nightmare. I'll be like, yo, just come a little bit and then get out. <laughs> just come in me and then get out of the room because I have to sit here now. Like, I don't want you to look at me while this is happening. <laughs> Oh, you know how they say you don't need a lot just just come like a tiny bit and get the fuck off of me <laughs> just like i need a dabble like an eye drop size full that's yeah. enough for me and then they'll be like yo the chances of like you're older now like you're not as fertile oh my gosh Ugh. i love i remember a doctor was like to me like yo you, if you're sexually active you need birth control because you are at your peak <laughs> yeah. oh, i like it was it was our favorite doctor birth control, though Oh my god, I love it. It was her favorite doctor. She said, uh-uh, you are not getting out of here without it. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. <laughs> she was like, hey, come back. You forgot your pills. <laughs> she was like, I'm writing you a prescription. Let me know how they go. Come back and get it. Like, she was serious. She was like, I know you don't want to get fucking stuck with a baby right now, B. I noticed. I don't and you're like, amen, sister. I like you. I like you. You know, she's the only woman who's ever seen my vagina, actually been inside it. And I'm just, <laughs> I'm so grateful. Like, oh, I can't believe she left me. <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> Give me her details because I would travel to her. That sounds like a good time. She was such a lovely woman. And like, we, we don't know where she went. I don't know where <gasps> she went. She was so, she was so Why don't you just like Google her? You can't find her? Like, she, because she was just on placement. Oh. And like so, she was a young doctor as well, and um, she she did like like my STD check or fucking whatever test That's or whatever. Me? Yeah, she did it with like a pap test thing. Like she literally yeah. was like, she was like, I don't want you to pee on anything. I'm going inside, and she fucking got this plastic thing, and I was like so afraid. And Wait, like, so have you done a pap smear? 
But was that no? She did it. She did the test with using a pap smear thing, but she did mm. not take a pap smear test. So I have to get that done because I'm now turning 25. But when she did it, she used that fucking duck-looking thing, and she, like this thing looks so fucking scary. It is so barbaric. Like I don't understand. It's 2021. Why are we still using this fucking old, <laughs> like fucking medieval fucking device? Anyways, she was like, she fucking, she she was like putting all sorts of like the lube on it. And I was like, you are not about to put that inside me. <laughs> and she was like, take off your pants. I'll turn around. <laughs> wow. And I was, I was sitting with my legs wide open on this bed. I was sleeping in my legs. And she's coming in and I'm like, I'm going backwards. And it's like, but then the bed stops. So there was nowhere else to go. She's like, relax. <laughs> relax you're like telling me to relax is gonna make me tense up more like she was putting it in she was like it's okay it's okay it's slowly coming like she was so lovely because she was telling me exactly what's happening and then she went and was like oh i was like oh my god it was so odd and then she put like some cotton tip and i did not feel that at all and then she just pulled it she was like done i was like oh that's so nice you know next time i'll show you my asshole but she left I like next uh, time I'll show you all my holes. I just I just got tested today, and this is the first time ever. And it was like four vials of blood. Oof. I was like, that's a lot of blood. Damn, you took a lot of blood from me. Um, and I had to do a urine sample. And you know what's so weird about doing urine samples? Like when you have to like put the lid on and you're like holding the part where the pee is, and it's so warm. And I'm just like, why is it so? <laughs> It made me uncomfy. I was like, ooh. The last time I had to pee on a vial, like I haven't done that in a long time. Since I was 16. I think I was 16 the last time I did it because this fucking doctor, she was an old lady and I told her I wasn't getting my period and she was like, you're fucking pregnant. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm a virgin. And she's like, go pee on this fucking cup. You fucking whore. (laughs) (laughs) I come back. She literally dips this pregnancy test in my pee right in front of me. Oh my god! What like, dramatic we'll see. like she was like, "You are a you are fucking pregnant." I'm gonna show you, and then it comes negative. She's like, "Well, it's negative," and then she does. And you're like, "Duh." She does Obviously. a blood test, and it still comes negative. Oh my god! And she's like, well, "Why would you?" Why she? Oh. that's so. That's actually so rude. Like this is why I don't like old. Like this is why I do not like boomer fucking doctors. I just can't same. Oh my, oh my god! I had a the doc the doctor that I went to to get this like um referral to get the bloods done. Mm. She literally was so done with it. Like she she wanted to get the thing done as soon as possible. And I understand her frustration. We were late. It was in the day. Rah rah rah. But I literally she she was mad at us. Like when we were telling her all of these things that were wrong with us and. I was just sitting here like, are you mad at me? Cause I'm sick. Like this is, I haven't gone to a doctor in like two years. Like, are you surprised that I have things that I've like, you know, been accumulating? Like, this is why I didn't want to come here in the first place. Fuck. I feel like that's how my doctor at Blacktown saw me. Like every time I would come in for like a new like prescription for like my antidepressants or like a referral for a different psychologist, she would literally just look at me and be like writing it and be like Ugh. and I'm like sorry my depression bothers you babe it bothers me as well yeah We're I'm in the sorry same my boat. mental illness is not good enough for you <laughs> I'm sorry I'm neurodivergent like I'm so sorry about this Ugh. 
but then I, I like also have guilt from it because when I was growing up there was a lot of kids you know so if one of us got sick my parents they didn't really <laughs> they didn't really know how to express how they felt about it in any other way other than annoyance because they would be like oh you're sick now I have to look after you now I have to pay less attention to the other kids now I have to buy this medicine which is expensive like yeah. all of this stuff and I'd like I'd always feel guilty when I was sick because I'd be like I'm gonna be a bother to them I'm but like that's that's the issue that I have like now is that I don't when I get sick I'm just gonna fucking try and power through it for as long as I can until I realize like hey you're dying let's go get some let's go get this handled for me I think I just like I don't like going to the to the doctors I've never really had a good time and I think the doctor I just mentioned she was the only one that actually made me feel um comfortable and I've just never liked going to the doctors and there will be times where I'm super like I don't even like medicine like, cause I don't like, I hate the taste of medicine. Like I don't even take medicine. I would rather suffer than endure it. But I think that's because when I was a child, because like, you remember when you're a kid, you don't take tablets, you take like syrup and I hated the way yeah. it tasted. Mm. And I would never do it. People and- feel like the taste of syrup are odd to me. Yeah, I'm just like, you are like, especially grown ass adults. It's like, what is wrong with you? What <laughs> you know is- what tastes like syrup to me? You know, the red Starburst? That one tastes like syrup to me. And people are obsessed with it. And I'm like, are you okay? Yeah. I just want to say, I don't even, I don't know what that is. Is that a lollipop? I, what? Wait, is it Starburst? Is that a lollipop? No, it's the Starburst. Oh, no. This I is... was talking about the burst, Starburst. Isn't it Starburst? Like the square one? Yeah. Okay. Guys, that's it for this week. Hope we you enjoyed our podcast. Here. We love you. Also, if you guys want to follow us on Instagram, it's at Unhinged Besties, obviously. Um, and also like, comment, subscribe to that Instagram and interact with us. We're basically your besties now. Yeah. You listen to us talk all the time. You so know too much. I feel like I feel like we're close enough that I would show half of you my butthole without feeling embarrassed. Me too. I like. I wouldn't even show my own ducks on my butthole, you guys. <laughs> Look, I probably need to get some stuff looked at before you I show y'all my butthole, but after that, horrible. Also, if any of the like um if any of our followers want want to want to um date me. If anyone has a crush on me, feel free to tell me in the DM. If no. anyone knows how to fix my toxic behavior, just let me know. Like I'm all for free therapy. Okay. Bye, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.